Good morning. It is um, Wednesday, June 1st. It's 9.30 in the morning, and we are thanking Jesus that we have grapes today and peaches and monkey bread, and the baby's happy with his walker, and he's growing every day. And I thank you, God, that you're teaching us about humility. Daddy and I, the Holy Spirit's teaching us about humility right now. And I thank you, Jesus, that we can learn about that from you. And um, I thank you for the meeting that we're having today that you're preparing me for and that thought that... um, That you're giving the ideas from heaven and that you're the, you're the main, you're the entrepreneur, God. You're the one that has ventures ready for us and you have adventures and you set us on the right path. No, thank you. You can eat it. And I thank you, Jesus, for my children and that they could go outside and get some energy out on a trampoline. They're enjoying that. And please protect them from getting hurt. Um, In Jesus' name, help them to be nice to each other and kind and gentle while they're on the trampoline. I thank you, God, for that. And uh, what what are we hearing from God today to pray for? Uh, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. And cycle. You want to say, dear Jesus, help me love you. Yay! Good job. What about you, Hopi? What's your prayer? Amen. What about you, Cade? What's your prayer? He can't talk. He's finishing his grapes. That's good. So his mouth isn't full. Thank you for everything that you gave us. The, the trampoline, the house, we don't want to live in you if you guys let us to this house. And I will have great loads of fun. And all the place, and all the nice places we went on our RV trip. Mm-hmm. And that we went to KOAs with jump pods. Mm-hmm. We went to KOAs with pools. We went to KOAs with rock collections. We couldn't do that, though. It was closed. I know. It's my peer. And thank we went you. to KOAs with dog parks. He's crying. Be quiet. And thank you that you made dog parks for dogs. Thank you that you made... Like them find that shark or something to and thank you for all you've done with us and be nice to us and what did you recommend? Amen. What about you? Micah. Um, we went to KOAs with dog parks and obstacle courses and playgrounds with seesaws and um, other stuff, and I 
Okay, good. And I pray healing, total and complete healing on my body in Jesus' name. I plead the blood of Jesus on myself right now in Jesus' name. And on Daddy, we just command Daddy's body to heal fully in Jesus' name. And Popo and Kathy and Christine, I pray healing, complete healing in Oshagon on them in Jesus' name. And I remember Bill is having his meeting today. And Lord Jesus, you heard me last night. But we just bring this consideration back to your heart um, because you're reminding me of it. And I also I pray for Lily. I command her body to heal from cancer that Grandma would not give up because she has this diagnosis, but that you would actually cause a miraculous healing in her body. We pray a miraculous healing on Bruce in Jesus' name that uh, pancreatic cancer is driven out in Jesus' name, that you have no grip on his life in Jesus' name, that it actually, I petition you for healing for Bruce in Jesus' name. From the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, I command all liver function to return to normal in Christine in Jesus' name. Her numbers to come back to normal, all pain driven out in Jesus' name. In uh, complete healing for Shushig, Shushan in Jesus' name. Lord God, she needs your healing too. She's in pain. We eradicate and command the pain to leave now in Jesus' name. Help us to learn from Andrew Murray. Lord God, as I'm reading, help me retain it and learn it in Jesus' name, the right that we have for complete healing. And I thank you, Jesus, for this family. We open, uh, we declare that the heavens are open for the knowledge that you distribute to Daddy. I ask that you would help him to ask you for that knowledge. Help him remember you hold the answers. You unlock the treasures. We don't have knowledge of our, and of ourselves, God. You teach us new things, and, and you really show us um, how, how technology works. You're the creator of technology, Lord God. You give the, the ideas to man. So we open Daddy's ears to your instructions in Jesus' name. I thank you, God, for that. Mm. Lord God, give us wisdom about um, my business meeting with... Uh, uh, Athena and Craig give us wisdom of how to guide them let's make uh, fruit of the time the best fruit of the time and uh, bless us open our hearts and our ears to the understanding of your truths as we read your word we're approaching your word we want to learn from you I want that these things would be stamped into our hearts and my children's hearts but also their lineage that they would teach this to their children lord jesus put this on their hearts like a burning fire that they would teach this to their children also that we would all walk in the fear and admonition of the lord and we would walk in your grace and lord jesus we pray be jealous be jesus and be jealous not jealous jesus we want to be jealous of the word uh-huh. We want to know your word. We want to always know your word and hunger and thirst for righteousness. All right, so this is a petition to be saved from death. This is um, for the choir directing according to Mahalath. Leonoth, I don't know what that means. This is a mascal of Heman the Ezraite. I don't know how they know this. This is interesting. 
Um. Yeah, it's interesting how this is in here. Oh Lord, the God of my salvation, I have cried out by day and in the night before thee. Let my prayer come before thee. Incline thine ear to my cry. For my soul has had enough troubles and my life has drawn near to Sheol. I am reckoned among those who go down to the pit. I have become like a man without strength, forsaken among the dead, like the slain who lie in the grave. Whom dost thou remember no more? And they are cut off from thy hand. Thou hast put me in the lowest pit, in dark places in the depths. Thy wrath has rested upon me, and thou hast afflicted me with all thy waves. Selah. He's talking about the waters of affliction. That's what he's talking about. Waters open? Yeah, of affliction. The ocean opened up that it can. Yeah. No, it's okay. Thou hast removed that my acquaintance is far from me. Thou hast made me an object of loathing to them. I am shut up and cannot go out. My eye has wasted away because of affliction. I've called upon thee every day, O Lord. I have spread out my hands to thee. Wilt thou perform wonders for the dead? Will the departed spirits rise and praise thee? Selah. Will thy loving kindness be declared in the grave? Thy faithfulness in Abaddon. Will thy wonders be made known in the darkness and thy righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? But I, O Lord, have cried out to thee for help, and in the morning my prayer comes before thee. O Lord, why didst thou reject my soul? Why didst thou hide thy face from me? I was afflicted and about to die from my youth on. I suffer thy terrors, I am overcome. Thy burning anger has passed over me. Thy terrors have destroyed me. They have surrounded me like water all day long. They have encompassed me altogether. Thou hast removed lover and friend far from me. My acquaintances are in darkness. Ooh, that's a hard psalm. That's the hardest psalm. Wow. Proverbs 15, 9. The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but he who loves him pursues righteousness. Tell me, Micah, what does that mean to you? Um, it means that a person who is doing more righteousness, or a person who is more, is an abomination. The way of the wicked is an, is an abom- abomination to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, it means that he... Hates sin and evil. Um, But he loves the man who pursues righteousness. So, Lord Jesus, we do pray that you would make us righteous before you, God. Help us. Help us. All right. Cade, what's it mean, Cade? Can you hear me? What? Stern discipline is for him who forsakes the way. Who forsakes the way. What does forsakes mean? Do you know? Do you know what forsakes mean? Uh, forsake means you've like left it. Stern discipline is for him who left the way. 
He who hates reproof will die. What does it mean, Cade? Come here, because you're not listening to me. You're not listening to me. Come here, because you're not at the table. Hope, sit at the table. Luke, sit at the table. Hope, that's a noisy toy. Please stop it. Micah, come on. Stop. Why am I teaching to nobody except Micah? Come to the table, please. That would be a blessing. Okay, now listen. Stern discipline is for him who forsakes the way. He who hates reproof will die. Tell me what that means. That means that whoever forsakes the way will die because forsake means to not go the way Jesus goes. And will be killed. Well, he'll get God's rod of correction. But if you hate reproof, that's different. That will lead to death. If you hate reproof, that leads to death. If you um, forsake the way, meaning you wander away from the Lord, he's loving enough to discipline us back into place, right? Yeah. Okay, hope. Sheol and Abaddon. Lie open before the Lord. How much more the hearts of men? Tell me what it means. Sheol. Do you know what that is? No. Hell. Sheol. Sheol, hell, and Abaddon lie open before the Lord. How much more the hearts of men? What does it mean, Hopi? Does it mean can can God see inside your heart? Uh It does mean that. If he can see inside hell, he can see inside your heart. So what do we want our heart to be like? Do you know what Abaddon is? It's a name for the devil. No. I never knew that. I just literally learned that. What? Just now. It's in Revelation 2. Oh. You mean Abaddon? Abaddon. That's a name for Satan. Sheol, hell, and Satan lie open before the Lord. How much more the hearts of men. What does that mean if God knows our hearts? What does that mean to us? That means that, you better stop sinning. Yeah, we've got to pay attention to the Lord. That means you better Nothing stop sinning or else. Nothing is hidden. You can't um, possibly lie to God. Mm-hmm. We, so we may as well, since we know how loving he is, truly love. Okay, people that don't love the Lord, they have a ton to be worried about. They have their whole life at, at risk. People that love the Lord, th- they're on the hand of God's favor. So you don't have the same fear. they're like, hey, hey, God, hey, God, I'm not scared of anything because I like God. Yeah, he's a loving daddy. And just like your daddy, Mm -hmm. you're lucky enough and blessed enough to have a very loving daddy. So you can run to God for all your help. He's a stronging daddy. Yeah. So we're going to read Jeremiah 49. We just heard the prophecy against where? Do you remember? Um, Against... First was Philistia. Good guess. First was Philistia. Then was Moab. Okay? Now we're in Ammon. What did we learn from Jeremiah? 
that Yes, very good, Micah. Very good. I think you definitely know that now. What do we learn from Jeremiah, Hopi? RJR. Very good, Kate. Repentance. Judgment. And restoration. Very good. Okay, listen up. Lord, open our ears and our eyes. If we do any of this, help us. I asked you to stop that before. All right? Concerning the sons of Ammon, thus says the Lord, does Israel have no sons? Do, okay these are the Ammonites, Ammon. These are the Ammonites. Is it okay if I just erase it? Yeah, just don't. I just don't want you messing with it. Thus says the Lord, does Israel have no sons? Or he has no hairs? Heirs? I said hairs. Why then? Okay, if you're going to play that, then don't scream. Don't make him scream. Put it in the middle. And do it quietly. Okay. <clears throat> Why then has Malcolm take, taken possession of Gad and his peoples, his people settled in its cities? Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord. Listen, this is the um, edict that God's going to do. That I shall cause a trumpet blast of war to be heard against Rabbah of the sons of Ammon. And it will become a desolate heap. And her towns will be set on fire. Then Israel will take possession of his possessors, says the Lord. What does it mean to take possession of your possessors? It means that you uprise. Yes, you're right. So like Israel was controlled, right? And then Israel was going to take control. Wail, O Heshbon, for I has been destroyed. Cry out, O daughters of Rabbah. Gird yourselves with sackcloth and lament and rush back and forth inside the walls. For Malcolm will go into exile together with his priests and his princes. How boastful you are about the valleys. Your valley is flowing away. O backsliding daughter who trusts in her treasure saying, Who will come against me? Behold, I am going to bring terror upon you, declares the Lord God of hosts. From all directions around you, and each one of you will be driven out headlong, where no one, with no one to gather the fugitives together. But afterward, I will restore, bless you, the fortunes of the sons of Ammon, declares the Lord. Look, this is His mercy again. Did you understand what's going to happen? So these are going to be driven out, and then He says He's going to restore the fortunes. Then He's going to say, "Listen, Hopi." Listen, a prophecy against Edom, concerning Edom, bless you. These are the Edomites, okay? So first we had who? Ammonites. Yep, we had Ammonites. We had Philistia, Moab, Ammonites. Now we have Edom, the Edomites. Say Philistia. Philistia. Good. Hope, say Philistia. Philistia. Moab. Moab. Ammon. Edom. Yep, Cade. Philistia, Moab, Ammon, Edom. Luke, say Philistia. Luke, Philistia, Moab, Ammon, Edom. Very good. Micah, Philistia, Moab, Ammon, 
Edom. Edom. Good. Concerning Edom. Look, victory. You say it. He said, ha. Concerning Edom, thus says the Lord of hosts, is there no longer any wisdom in Teman? Has good counsel been lost to the prudent? Has their wisdom decayed? Don't pull it away from him again. Leave it in the middle, Luke. Has their wisdom decayed? Flee away. Turn back. Dwell in the depths, O inhabitants of Dedan. For I will bring the disaster of Esau upon him. Do you understand Esau? The disaster of Esau? What are we talking about? What happened with Isaac and Esau? Uh, Jacob. Huh? Jacob. Jacob and Esau. You're right. What happened with Jacob? Uh, I think that's my Let mother. Let her. Uh, huh? Put her down. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, Jacob stole her. Yes. So the... Uh, how do you get back? The um, disaster of Esau. Okay, so that's why I didn't want you to play with it. So I'm not, I'm not doing that. Well, you did something because it left. You're not obeying me. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know what you did, Micah. I went out and then I tried to go back in again, but I didn't get to the right folder. That's why I didn't want you to touch it. Okay. I forgive you, but now you know. Okay, I will bring the disaster of Esau upon him at that time, at the time I punish him. So his birthright is going to be stolen. These are the Edomites. If grape gatherers came to you, would they not leave gleanings? If thieves came by night, they would destroy only until they had enough. But I have stripped Esau bare. I have uncovered his hiding places so that he will not be able to conceal himself. His offspring has been destroyed along with his relatives and his neighbors, and he is no more. Leave your orphans behind. I will keep them alive and let your widows trust me. Did you hear how God is always caring for the widows and orphans? Leave your orphans behind. I will keep them alive and let your widows trust in me. For thus says the Lord, behold, those who were not sentenced to drink the cup will certainly drink it. And are you the one who will be completely acquitted? You will not be acquitted, but you will certainly drink it. For I have sworn by myself, declares the Lord, that Bozerah will become an object of horror, a reproach, a ruin, and a curse. And all its cities will become perpetual ruins. This is horrible. I have heard a message from the Lord, and an envoy has sent among the nations, saying, Gather yourselves together and come against her and rise up for battle for behold i have made you small among the nations so this is where god humbles the crowd right despised among men as for the terror of you the arrogance of your heart has deceived you O you who live in the clefts of the rock who occupy the height of the hill though you make your nest as high as an eagle's i will bring you down from there declares the lord uh The Lord is humiliating this nation because they're proud. Do you understand? And Edom will become an object of horror. Everyone who passes by it will be horrified and will hiss at all its wounds. You guys learn this now. Humble yourselves before the Lord so he does not humiliate you. Learn it now. Okay? Okay.
Like the overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah with its neighbors, says the Lord, no one will live there, nor will a son of man reside in it. Behold, one will come up like a lion, roar, from the thickets of the Jordan against a perennially watered pasture. For in an instant, I shall make him run away from it. And whoever is chosen, I shall appoint over it. For who is like me, and who will summon me into court? And who then is the shepherd who can stand against me? I tell you now, nobody can stand against the Lord. Therefore, hear the plan of the Lord, which he has planned against Edom, with his purposes, which he has purposed against the inhabitants of Timon. Surely they will drag them off, even the little ones of the flock. Surely he will make their pasture desolate because of them. The earth has quaked at the noise of their downfall. There is an outcry. The noise of it has been heard at the Red Sea. Behold, he will mount up and swoop like an eagle and spread out his wings against Bozrah and the hearts of the mighty men of Edom in that day will be like the heart of a woman in labor. Labor. Okay, you're going to hear again uh, the prophecy against Damascus. This is pretty long. Damascus. Everybody say Damascus. Damascus. Very good. Hopi, say Damascus. Damascus! Very good. Luke, say Damascus. Very good. Concerning Damascus, Hamath and Arpad are put to shame. Very good. For they have heard very good. For they have heard bad news. They are disheartened. There is anxiety by the sea. It cannot be calmed. Damascus has become helpless. She is turned away to flee, and panic has gripped her. Distress and pangs have taken hold of her like a woman in childbirth. How the city of praise has not been deserted. The town of my joy. Oh. Therefore, her young men will fall in her streets, and all the men of war will be silenced in that day, declares, declares the Lord of hosts. There's no water. That's interesting. The city of praise has not been deserted. The town of my joy. Jesus, I ask that any place that we live in becomes the town of your joy in Jesus' name. Help us to become a city of praise. And I shall set fire to the wall of Damascus and it will devour the fortified towers of Ben-Hadad. This is now a prophecy against Cater and Hazor. Everybody say Cater. Cater. Everybody say Hazor. Very good. Luke, Kador. Kador. Uh, Hazor. Hazor. Great. It's Kedar. I think I'm, I don't know how to say it. Kedar. Concerning Kedar and the kingdoms of Hazor, Hopi, you better stay. Sit down. Which Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, defeated, thus says the Lord. Arise, go up to Kedar, and devastate the men of the east. They will take away their tents and their flocks. They will carry off for themselves their tent curtains, all their goods, and their camels. And they will call out to one another, terror on every side. Run away, flee, dwell in the depths, O inhabitants of Hazor, declares the Lord. For Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, has formed a plan against you and devised a scheme against you. Arise, go up against a nation which is at ease, which lives securely, declares the Lord. It has no gates or bars. They dwell alone, and their camels will become plunder and the multitude of their cattle for booty and i shall not i shall scatter to all the winds 
those who cut the corners of their hair, and I shall bring their disaster from every side, declares the Lord, and Hazor will become a haunt of jackals, a desolation forever. No one will live there, nor will a son of man reside in it. Now say, Elam, Elam, Luke, Elam, good Cade, Elam. Hope, say Elam. Very good. This is the prophecy against Elam. That Very good. That which came as the word of the Lord to Jeremiah the prophet concerning Elam. At the beginning of the reign of Zedekiah king of Judah, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I am going to break the bow of Elam, the finest of their might. And I shall bring upon Elam the four winds from the four ends of heaven and shall scatter them to all these winds. Yeah. And there will be no nation to which the outcasts of Elam will not go. So I shall shatter Elam before their enemies and before those who seek their lives. I shall bring calamity upon them. Even my fierce anger declares the Lord. I shall send out the sword after them until I have consumed them. Then I shall set my throne in Elam and I shall destroy out of it kings and princes, declares the Lord. But it will come about, it will come about in the last days that I shall restore the fortunes of Elam, declares the Lord. Come here. said it against Damascus. I think in Damascus it says they've heard bad news and they're, they're disheartened and anxious and become helpless. Instead of turning to the Lord, Edom, there's no wisdom anymore. Thank you. There's no wisdom. We're getting it so many times with this. This is a new ball. I know. 
I think in um, the problem with Edom is there was no more wisdom. And Ammon... Uh, the Lord was mad that Malcolm took possession of Gad. I assume that it wasn't his, or he took it without the Lord's permission. Oh, and they're boastful. And the daughters were backsliding. Ugh. That was a hard one. This was 49. What did you learn from that part, guys? That God does not like being partial. Yeah, what else? Don't take take possession of things that you're not supposed to. And with uh, God's This is my favorite part. Don't take anything uh, that is in the temple when that, you don't know what God is. But you think that you know God. But you think that you know God. Now I'm going to go jump on the trampoline. I'm doing the last part. Okay, this is Jesus teaching about lust. You have heard the commandment that says you must not commit adultery. But I say, anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So if your eye, even your good eye, causes you to lust, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your hand, even your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Okay, let me tell you, who knows what God is talking about? Me either. Huh? That's one of my favorite parts. What? In the Bible. Tell me about what he's talking about. It means that it's like, if something makes you sin, cut yourself from it. Yeah. Like stop doing it or whatever. Yes. Yep. Jesus was saying, if the act is wrong, so is the intention. If the behavior is wrong, so is the thought, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be faithful with your body, but also your mind and your heart. This is important. One day you guys will all be married. This is going to be critical and vital for you to have good marriages. Jesus is condemning. Okay, we're going to be married in 100 days. No, we're not. God is prepared a husband for you, but it's not one of your brothers. <laughs> the law says you can't marry anyone in your family. No, they don't. Well, God has God prepared a husband for her, and he's prepared wives for you guys. Um, you have to fill your mind with God's ideas, not with your own desires. That's what that's about. Okay. Jesus teaches... <laughs> About lust. Okay. So, Jesus, I ask that you would protect my children and their hearts and their minds and Daddy and I, too. Um, direct our thoughts, even in our hearts, God, before sin comes. We pray these things in Jesus' name.